Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 61. Today we're going to talk about some coaching dilemmas that I'm going through, um, some things that I wanted us to talk about, just kind of uh, add a little personal touch to the discussion for our coaching friends. Uh, so we're going to get into that here in just a second. Before we do that, we have to talk about Cleat It Up. Cleat It Up FP is the communication tool we want you to use. Great tool for you to have all your inter-team communication. Also has a great social media aspect to it. So check out cleatitup.com and cleatitupfp. Also want to say thank you to Nexair. Nexair is a Memphis-based industrial gas, medical gas, research gas, welding supply, and safety PPE supplier. With strategically placed retail locations, sales branches, and distribution centers throughout the southeast, Nexair is never too far away. They maintain centralized product warehouses to serve you better and be more reliable. Through our services, you can receive the products you need when you need them. Our fleet of trucks will get you the gas you need when you need it. If you're interested in any Nexair product or service or just want to talk through your options, please get in touch. Our customer care team at 888-639-2474 will help you find the branch or outside sales rep in your area. Please reach out to Nexair. They'll take care of all your needs. And finally, please check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. Coach Don and I are asking our listeners, those of you that can, help us out by becoming a patron. If you can donate, it goes a long way towards helping us keep the lights on and keeping things rolling. Um, we've been doing Everything Fast Pitch and Coach Prep now for sneaking up on three years, and we just want to continue to do a good job for you, and we want to continue to keep it free. We don't want to have to become a subscription service, and so the best way for us to do that is for those of you that can contribute to do so, uh, it's either 5 10 or $20 a month. And if you go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch, it'll all be explained to you there. So, Don, you know, I've been coaching for a long time. You have, yes. And, and so right now I'm helping with three different teams, 18 and under gold team, which is really, really strong, a team that's loaded with really talented players. Um, a new team, which is an 18 and under team, which is just a regular 18 and under team that, again, has some really talented players. A lot of kids that are going to be playing in college, uh, not necessarily quite the uh, big name, you know, household name Same programs yeah, um, yeah. as the gold team. And then I'm helping with our 12 and under gold team, which is also a really strong team, a lot of really talented kids. Across the spectrum of working with all these different teams, there's some things about my coaching that I'm starting to question a little bit or wonder a little bit about. And one of the thoughts that I'm having after this weekend, is there ever a time for you as a coach where it just appears that what you're trying to teach is so lost or so foreign or so difficult for the players you're working with to comprehend and get behind that you just say, the heck with it, Cut just it tap great. out. You just, just say, say, let's move on to the just, next piece. Let's just move on. I think in anything in life, there's times like that. You're, yeah. you're trying you're, to get you feel, it. You feel like you're fighting a fight that no matter how hard you fight, no matter how hard you swim, you you're, just can't get to the shore. You're speaking some other language there. Yep. And they're looking through you or around you or yep. beside you. Yeah. Yeah. And so so I'm, I'm having this deep thought today, a, a long weekend of softball and working with uh, uh, players that I just don't know for sure whether what I'm asking of them is so foreign to them that they can't comprehend it, or if it's so different than what they're used to that they just want to resist it, or if it's just a fight that can't be won and I'm just crazy to keep <laughs> fighting it. And I'm trying to figure out where on the spectrum I'm at. 
I'm looking for uh, you to be my uh, father Flanagan and so, uh, and help me make sense out of my life right now because I my head hit the pillow last night as a very uh, frustrated and uh, and challenged coach. It can be exhausting for sure, right? Yeah. Well, and, and now I do softball a lot between yep. lessons and the teams that I'm working with. I'm doing softball basically seven days a week most of the time. Most all day, um, yeah. But but the thing that buoys me and, and keeps me optimistic is I love going to practice. I love going to lessons every day. I mean, I, you know, every yeah. day something happens that puts a smile on my face and makes me really excited to be there. You know, I don't think I'm burnt out, but I'm definitely getting frustrated. You know, just a couple of examples. I've always taught this game to be played aggressively, but logically, you know, to use aggression, but to use aggression in a way that, you know, the fine line between aggressive and stupid. Here's my way of thinking. If I'm an outfielder. Be intense, but under control. And we'll 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 just use outfield as an example. If I'm an outfielder, I should be able to be aware enough of what's going on and have a clear enough picture in my mind of what's going on to be able to sort out the play and make the right play as it develops, just to make sure that we all understand. So we got a runner at second with nobody out. Okay. Okay. Base hit up the middle. So yeah. obviously, the, the initial, field. yeah, yeah. center field, left field, doesn't really matter. The logic to me is pretty simple. I expect to throw home. Sure. I'm approaching the ball thinking I'm going to throw home. But before I throw home, I should peek for just a split second and see where that runner is. Okay, I'm coming up, I'm preparing, I'm looking for the target. But as I'm looking to go home, I'm going to just take a quick peek, figure out where that base runner is. Is she just getting to third? Is she 10 feet past third? Or in the dugout shaking hands with her teammates. Right. Okay, and so working on this in practice, you would have thought, I was asking these players to do quantum physics. You know, Too many things at one um, story. To say, well, everybody called four. I said, well, everybody else is wrong. Well, then everybody else should. You know, and I said, no, we're going to work on them figuring out what they should do. But I said, if, if you come up. You know it's wrong. You're looking at, at that runner. You saw that runner at second. You know, it's a 14 hopper to you up the middle. She's a fast girl. Got a good jump. So when you come up to look and you can see that she is almost, I mean, within 10 feet of home plate, there's no logical reason in the world that you can tell me that it makes sense for you to throw it home. Well, everybody else was yelling (laughs) for, I understand that, but we just spent time working on, you need to look before you throw. Right. Okay. So I want her to be aggressive. Now, if the girl's just rounding third and she's got a chance to throw her out, I want her to throw a laser to the plate. But I also want us to be able to be aware enough of what's going on to be aggressive, to look to make plays, but be in control enough to do the right thing. Yes. And now this was just the, the cherry <laughs> on top of the Sunday. Okay. Uh-oh. And so then we continued to work on this drill and we worked on it for a good 15, 20 minutes. And of 15 to 20 minutes, I just stopped doing it. I just moved on to the next thing. Here's the reason why four different outfielders at least 15 chances each, did not make the right decision 10% of the time. Wow, right? So they need to do the opposite. Right. And so... <laughs> if you um, think you should do that. Yeah. And, and yeah. so rather than you know, continue to beat the dead horse, we'll go back to it and work on it again. So is it they're so used to just being, just doing what they've been told 
that when somebody yells for, they can't process the idea that that person might be wrong? That's the first part of my question. No, I know, and that's it's tough. And I'm going to throw this one out there too, Tori. When I played ball uh, as a catcher, I was more of a quiet, shy type person, and it was really challenging for me to, you know, to have to assess and call out loud what I thought the right answer was over and over and over. And uh, you know, and you're going to be wrong. There's going to be times when it's a close play and and they're safe instead of out. The whole uh, confidence and being very. Uh, decisive and making a call, you know, deciding something and then going through with it. I mean, that's something that we've got to be okay with making some mistakes with too. Right. But it is challenging and tough. And I think, you know, whether it's the computer that says two and two is five and you know, the computer said two and two is five. So it's got to be five. Right. And you know, it's four, but so to your point, we've got to be able to think on our own and, you know, be able to anticipate and part of it's just practice, just like you guys were doing. And, right. But I totally get your end. And yeah. for us, when we've done it for decades and decades, doesn't this right. make sense? But but see, you know, but yeah. you know, so I'm I'm gonna just add another another layer yep. to the discussion because a big part of why this team was put together is we know that these are all most all players are going to be playing in college next year. Yeah. And oh, I oh, we're not going on the twelves, right? The no, these are the eighteens. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, that my my twelve yeah. and under team is better at it than my eighteen and under team. <laughs> See, I thought we were rolling yeah, no, on no, the no, younger no, ones. No, no, yeah. no, 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 That's yeah. so okay. And so this so, amplifies. Yeah. The, so the, so the this amplifies it. Yeah. And so the the idea of why this team was put together and the reason that I basically agreed to help with coaching this team was to help these players be prepared for what their college coaches are going to expect. Sure. Now I understand that, and again, I'm going to throw just throw this out there. If you watch enough summer softball, you're going to see this mistake made 95% of the time. The number of times that the ball gets thrown to the wrong base from the outfield with no regard for what is going on is so rampant and so ridiculous. Like a, it, it, it's, it's hard for me to really put it in, into words. Just a robotic. Uh, yeah. Challenges you know, that I'm, um, I'm charged with falling back on my college experience, the things that I know that one will impress the heck out of their college coaches. Sure. So if I'm at my first practice with my incoming freshman class and we go out there to practice and I've got a freshman outfielder who actually scans the play and determines where to throw it and makes the right throw, there's a high likelihood that that freshman outfielder is earning a spot in the starting lineup the first week. Sure. If I have a freshman outfielder who's like all the other freshman outf- outfielders who comes in and chucks that ball wherever the first thought was and it goes there, whether there's any play or not, I'm thinking they're going, oh my God, here we go again. Another one of these <laughs> freshmen who don't know what they're doing and I'm going to have to teach them everything. I got some work to do. Yeah. But You're just trying to help them. Right. Skip, I'm, I'm trying to help that. them. And, and, yeah. and it's, it's, you know, it's one of a, a, a dozen different things. So we're talking about bunt coverage is the way they can expect their college coaches to do it. Sure. I'm, I might as well be speaking Greek. Swahili. Talking, you know, cutoffs and, and relays and where to throw the ball, you know, when, when there's a potential play at a base or a play, a play at the plate. First and third plays, rundowns. Simple stuff that college coaches are going to need these players to be able to do. It is seriously, I mean, I, I left yesterday going, what am I doing? Tougher at the travel ball setting. And you might have more practice opportunity than many other travel teams. But uh, when we have them in college, and that's what you and I 
typically are used to right. is having them every day. If we don't get it today, we're going to do it tomorrow. If we don't get it tomorrow, we're going to do it the next day and the next and the next and the next day we get it. The challenge for the travel scenario is that you don't get them again till next weekend. And then if we don't get it next weekend, then we got to wait one more weekend. That weekend got rained out. And then, you know, it's a month right. later. So, okay. So let, let's, let's take this all the way back around the bend then. Cause here's what I, <laughs> my question is. Okay, so yesterday I tapped out because I knew if we would have worked on it for another 20 minutes, we still weren't going to get <laughs> it. So I figured we're, we're, we're going to come back to it. Yeah. So question number one is, should I even bother? Yes. Okay. So because some might get it, some and they're going to start processing it. and Yeah. Okay. Or, yeah. or should I be picking different battles to fight? No, I think you share everything and, and the pieces that do stick. I think, I think that's good. So, so, so but then when, when do you pull the pin on... You know, right. The frustration part. Yeah, because we're headed for a very frustrated coach. Here's why I think it, it. this is why I wanted us to talk about this today. What I'm trying to help them gain, they all say they want, but do they really want it? I want to be ready to compete as a freshman coach, but I want to be ready to compete as a freshman as long as I can just do what I'm as used to doing. E- as long as it's easy for me. Tori. Or as long as it's easy. Well, then I'm not the right coach. Right. Okay. Um, you know, I want to be the best player I can possibly be as long as I can keep doing what I'm used to. Right. As long as I don't have to work. Yeah. yeah um, no. You know, I'm, I'm going to continue to get away with my amazing athletic ability because I've gotten away with it forever and I'm just foolish enough to think that it's going to carry me through my college career. It's interesting. And the kids are different than what we, you know, coached in college for sure. Well, yeah, but times are changing. And yeah. So may, I mean, but, but I'm, but I know what I think is right. Right. I know what I think is right. But, but here's the thing I, I know. But I've been told that I need to learn how to, how to teach millennial, the new millennial student athlete. Right. right. No, and, 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 and I understand all that stuff. But here's, <laughs> here's the, the, the rub for me. If I wanted to learn how to play the piano, Right. And somebody said, Stan Lewis is the best piano teacher in America, and if you go to him, you're going to learn how to play the piano in two weeks. You're going to be playing Chopin and, and Mozart in a month, and you're going to you know, be able to you know, be a great piano player. And it's going to set you up to be successful for the next five years of your life if you choose to be a piano player. I like it. And I go, and the first five minutes in the first lesson, I sell it, well... I'd probably like it better if I didn't have to practice. Doesn't work that way. But but so that's where I'm at. That's that's my frustration. <laughs> and I don't know if this is even a, a a decent podcast or not. I don't even know if people really even want to care. But I'm having a real existential moment about if it's worth it to me to continue to fight this fight or not. Well, because I, what's in it for me? That's my question. What's, what, in, what's in it for me? If you continue the journey and they finally get it one day, Tori, then maybe you have won that battle and succeeded through your persistence <laughs> and your patience. Well, as you I can tell, know. my patience has been tested know. a little bit. I'm trying. You're, you're, you're doing a good job, Don. You're doing a good job. Yeah. So, so coaches, here, let, let's just let, kind of bring this back full circle. You're not the only ones that go through this. Right. I am going through it now. I've been co- I coached my first fast-pitch softball game in 1977. You've seen some things. It's not something that I think only happens to younger coaches or less experienced coaches or whatever. I walked away from At all my, levels. my softball experience this weekend going, what am I doing? We bang our heads, too, against yeah. the wall every now and then, yeah. I know I'm too stubborn to give up, Yeah, but I'm also uh, trying to uh, figure out how justify. to make sure that I don't have another heart attack. You're going to justify the 
the effort needed. Yeah. Yeah. So so we'll update you here in a couple of weeks and let you know how things are going. We're, I we're, think they're going to get it. I think you're going to get them there. This is the sound the, of me the, shaking the, my head. That's that, all I'm going to tell you. This that, is this that is got the, quiet. This is the sound of me shaking my head. I'm I'm going to keep after it, but right now I'm just going to tell you honestly. I have serious serious doubts. Tori, my bets on you. Well, I, I have some serious I'm, I'm serious on, doubts. I'm on your side there. Coaches, I hope that was interesting for you to listen to me uh, whine and cry to Don here for 15 minutes. Uh, he's gonna. We, we want to hear some of their he, stories. He's gonna pump too. me up and make me uh, go back to practice yeah. uh, in a couple of weeks and try to teach this stuff all over again. You got it. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll figure it out. We start playing some games with that group here pretty soon, so we'll see how this how this plays out. It's gonna be for real. It's gonna be for real. So because um, uh, we've got a couple of weeks of showcases uh, here for the fall season, and then head into Thanksgiving and uh, a little bit of a break. Awesome. So uh, if you have questions, suggestions, or ideas for Coach Don or I to talk about, um, if you're going through some of these same kinds of uh, uh, coaching quandaries where you're shaking your head and wondering, what the heck am I doing, um, be, please feel free to share that stuff. We'd love to talk about it because um, uh, Coach Prep is meant to help those of you that want to be involved in coaching and, and do a good job with it to have as much fun with it, as much success as possible kind of made sense today because if i'm struggling with something i figure you should understand that uh, it's okay if you're going to be struggling with it too from time to time if you throw some ideas or some suggestions at us we'll be happy to share them and see what we can do with them nice i love it so that's going to wrap up episode number 61 of coach prep please make sure that you check out clean it up next air and our patreon page at patreon.com slash everything fast pitch um, if you can help us out financially coach don and i would really appreciate it uh, so for coach don and Stan Lewis, our producer. This is Coach Tory in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio saying thanks for listening to episode number 61 of Coach Prep. Yeah.